0: Reopening Delaware, a special presentation of the Rick Jensen show on WDEL. Join us now as we navigate the future of our state through and beyond the COVID-19 crisis. Here's Rick Jensen.
1: You know, something that we talk about a lot these days is you know, surprises, whether it's a vaccine or testing, things like that. It's all about expectations and, and people have expectations. Sometimes they're reasonable and sometimes they're not. The key is is there communication? Well, for the past year now, I guess we are coming up on a year pretty much, uh, Daryl Scott, Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Office Director, has been communicating every Tuesday right after the news at 1 o'clock. We rebroadcast it after the news at 10.30 on Wednesday through good, bad, and uh, extraordinary times. Daryl's been there, and he's been communicating with you. He's on the air right now. Daryl, thanks for being on. Sorry, I'm running a few minutes late today. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You guys, uh, you've got thousands and thousands of people you're trying to help. And, uh, and a couple hundred people there in the office uh, who are trying to do this. And by the way, nice job in growing the office from 17 people yeah. who were working on unemployment uh, claims uh, to now about a couple hundred or so. A um, couple questions here. Do you know offhand how many people are currently unemployed in Delaware?
0: So, um, what I will tell you is we're paying. So, it, if you ask the Department of Labor, they will define unemployment slightly different than what I'll tell you. So, we're we're paying. Um, I'm trying to think of the last number I got: twenty five thousand to thirty thousand people on a weekly basis um, unemployment benefits. Wow. So, it it's still higher than um, than any of us would like it to be, but that's. Um, that's where we are today.
1: And that's 30,000, 20 to 30,000 people every day?
0: Uh, no, no, on a weekly basis. On a weekly so basis. On a weekly basis, and I will tell you, I was just looking at, and I was just trying to pull up the latest graphic to tell me, it was for last week, and of course I can't get the picture big enough for me here.
1: <laughs> of course not. not no. <laughs> when you're live um, on the air, was, you know, anything it, you're trying to get to work technologically when you're live on the air... <laughs> it's not going to work out for you. It's going to say, ha ha.
0: Yeah. Well, even with my glasses, so 20, we paid 25,985 people last week, um, unemployment benefits. So, um, and, and we, um, and we received just under 3000 or right at 3000 claims, uh, last week. Actually, the number is 3000. Amazingly. Yeah. It's, um, so that that's the number of people that uh, that filed claims uh, last week. So
1: how how does the Department of Labor I, identify this differently?
0: Well, so the the distinction with the U.S. Department of Labor, according to the the director of our labor management um, group, is that if somebody reports any wages, even so. We will pay you unemployment benefits even if you've earned a little bit of wage. As we've talked about it, you can earn up to 50% of your weekly benefit without um, reducing your UI benefit amount. But if you report any wages, my understanding is the Department of Labor doesn't consider you unemployed, right? So that that's a slight distinction in, in you know me saying I'm paying 26,000 people and the Department of Labor reporting the unemployed number being slightly less than that.
1: You know that's kind of like the Bureau of Labor Statistics (BLS). It's nonpartisan yeah. in in Chicago, and they have these different U numbers: U one, U two, U three to U six. And correct me if I'm if I get it wrong, but as I recall, U three is the number that's most often seen in the news. It's the number of people who have filed for uh, for unemployment to say they're looking for a job. Is that
0: right? Uh, you again, I. <clears throat> That that's probably the number. So the number we report that BLS reports on a weekly basis, or the number of initial claims. Yeah. So that three thousand number that I that I cited is probably Delaware's contribution to the million people that that file for unemployment benefits last week.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to I just want to say this though, so people get an understanding of what we're talking about here. Um, you know, you this U three number for the bureau, the the big BLS, not you guys here in Delaware um that's the actual unemployment rate it's uh you know percentage of the labor force what people don't realize and we've talked about this a lot during the recession is that they actually have six different levels to report for example u6 is the one that i like to look at because it's more in line with what you're working with here in delaware that's the number of people who are marginally uh attached to some kind of job they might have you know two or three part-time jobs, they're underemployed, they're barely making it, they may not even be able to buy all the groceries they want, uh, but they do have income and they're paying their rent or their mortgage. That's the U6 number and I think that's the one that's most relevant in, in our daily lives to you know what does it really mean to be unemployed or underemployed. It sounds to me like that's, that's closer to the uh, the population that you're working with.
0: Yeah and if you look at, and to your point, just to, to look at the current stats, U1, persons unemployed, 15 weeks or longer as percent of the civilian workforce in December was 3.4%. But U6, the total employed, again, as you said, persons that are marginally attached to the labor marketplace or uh, labor force is 11.6. So, again, you, you've got the long-term unemployed uh, and then you got those. Again, there's a, just at 26,000 when you think about it yeah. um, with 450 to 500,000 workers. It's a significant portion of our community that are that are re, you know relying on our benefits to you know to try and help them you know make ends meet uh, on a week to week basis.
1: And by the way, you're looking Which, at those Del- you're looking at the Delaware numbers right now, right? The 3.5 uh, re- versus the 11.6 is that correct?
0: I and actually no, I think the the number I pulled up really quickly was sort of the national number. I, I okay, the national number.
1: Quickly, yeah, no, I, I just want to get that, that right. And, and also yep. the other thing too is this: when people go to BLS or whatever, and, and you want to look at the Delaware unemployment rate, that's not current. That's I think uh, two or three quarters ago, when the BLS reports uh, those unemployment numbers for the, for the states. So it's, it's so there not, is a yeah. There's a yeah. L- so there's a lag
0: Tom Dottere, in, who's yeah. our director, could could speak to sort of the timing. I know that. He publishes data the third, so we we publish data on a weekly basis. U.S. you know U.S. Department of Labor will publish the weekly unemployed numbers. Uh, BLS will publish their monthly numbers. So in January it was on the 22nd when they mm-hmm. when they published updated uh, updated stats. So they're at least a month uh, lagging for some of the some of the metrics.
1: But bottom line well, is well, this: uh, the Delaware Department of Unemployment Insurance Office is paying upwards about 30,000 people in unemployment benefits on a weekly basis.
0: Yep. And, and Rick on a, you know, from a monetary standpoint, the, the benefits are, I know the gross number we paid last week was uh, in excess of $15 million. So again, uh, and, and that's a result of the $300 weekly benefit, um, um, benefit that, uh, that was authorized in the continued uh, authorization act. You know, right at the end of the year. So, yeah. hey, I, I don't know if you've got calls. There were a couple of things that I was hoping to share with with people just as an update real quick before we get started. Sure, we, we do. We have John and
1: Gary on the phone. So John, Gary, hang on. Okay. Uh, we'll be with you in just a second. But yeah, go ahead. It's what do people need quick. to know?
0: So I, I know we're starting to get questions already, and I just wanted to tell people. So unemployment Um, we we are publishing 1099s, right? I've seen emails about W-2s and the like, but so we publish a 1099-G. Those documents are being printed this week and mailed. They're required to be, you know, mailed by the end of the month, and we're on track to, um, I'll knock on some wood, we're we're on track today, you know, to make that deadline. Um, What I would ask people to do is we are still seeing mail delays in the region, and so um, you know, we expect to mail them by the end of the week. People need to allow a couple weeks potentially to get them. But we will have information on our website about questions. Uh, again, as we talked about it, the General Assembly, the House the House approved HB 65, which would exempt um, UI benefits from their 2020 taxes. That bill is in committee tomorrow in the Senate. And so people will just need to stay, you know, uh, stay aware of, of that bill as it progresses through the, the uh, legislative process in here in Delaware.
1: Yeah, I was uh, told by um, someone in the House they expected to pass well before the tax deadline of April 15. So we'll see.
0: They've sort of got it on a fast track, right? Yeah, so they, the, they do. So the Senate's in committee, and we're hoping that it'll be heard uh, before the end of the week in the, in the Senate. The other thing that I wanted to make aware of, we publish employer tax rates. Um, at the beginning of the year for 2021, typically, Rick, they have 15 days to request a review or an appeal of those tax rates. Uh, we've, we've, the secretary issued an emergency rule that extended that deadline for 45 days. Again, believing that, you know, some of the information may be caught up in the mail. So they have 45 days from, you know, basically Jan 1, you know, to submit an appeal. And uh, we also gave employers the ability to do that via email versus in writing as was required, you know, before. So I just wanted to make oh, nice. sure that um, – and then the last thing is, you know, we we got CARES money, State the state got CARES money. They used some of that money to refund or replenish the UI trust fund. And, Rick, those are – we've got two types of employers. We've got contributory, which are most of your for-profit businesses, and we have reimbursable that are government entities and nonprofits. We have dollars available for potentially to assist nonprofits and those reimbursable employers with their um, UI benefit payments. So, not to get into, essentially, those nonprofits pay us dollar for dollar. If they if they have somebody collect a you know thousand dollars in unemployment, we bill them thousand dollars. And so um, we have some CARES Act dollars that those nonprofits might be able to leverage to cover that liability, but they need to certify, right, for that. And so we've been, we included information in our bill to them. We are mailing to them again, but I'm hoping that if any are listening uh, to you that they will look at their invoice when they get it in the information and complete that certification because if they don't certify, then we can't use those dollars for that purpose. And um, we believe there's potentially a need for millions of dollars in relief to those uh, organizations. So, again, I just wanted to make a plea on the show today to nonprofits that are registered with our division that uh, if they haven't registered to take advantage of those that program, that they uh, that they do so. And if they have questions, they can reach out to us.
1: Well done. Daryl Scott, Director of your Delaware Unemployment Insurance Office. Let's get to the phones at 302-529-1017. 302-529-1017. We start with John. John, say hi to Daryl. Or not. Hey, John. All right, uh, Randy, let's move on to to Gary. You can double-check John in a second. We'll get to Gary. And by the way, if you or anyone you know is having a problem getting their unemployment benefits, uh, give a call. 302-529-1017, 302-529-1017, and Daryl can certainly give you some advice on, you know, guiding and directing you uh, to how how to get your, your problems solved. Hey, Gary, how you doing?
2: Good. How's yourself today?
1: All right, man. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, I'm COVID and vaccine-free. I want to fix one of those.
2: So, say hi. <laughs> I'm, say I'm hi. on the list because I'm an old geezer, so I'm on the list.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm also not Sarah used was. to this
2: unemployment because I've been self-employed all my life because I've been a musician and freelance carpenter all my life. So this is a whole new game to me, and I'm not good at it at all. Oh, is it because you're
1: applying for the PUA benefits? Is that why?
2: Yes, and I got some notification. I did this back in May. I think it was May 5th I registered online. And then the 26th, they sent me a notice of potential eligibility, PUA. Then they sent me a CNI confirmation number, and said that I qualified then they sent me a letter saying I might need to send them additional information and after that I just haven't been able to contact them they never sent me anyone I should send it to or whatever and so I've pretty much been in the lurch since you know May uh, 2020.
0: So Gary I most of the communication would have been would, would have been generated through the system but do this um and this—the reason we do this every week—is send Rick an email at rick at wdel dot com. He'll get it forwarded to me, and we'll have somebody take a look at that and and reach out to you and see what, you know, what issues okay. may be um, outstanding.
1: I, I have a question to... though. If you're going to do it, Gary, I'll give you the email address again. But uh, I mean, do you have any confirmation numbers there from uh, Department I, of Labor? I have a confirmation number, yes. All right. So here's what I want you to do. Uh, send an email to me, Rick, R-I-C-K at W-D-E-L dot com. And in that mail, that email, I want your full name. The last Excuse me one... again. You're going
2: to have to hit me again. I, I got the Rick and I got the W. <laughs> okay, thanks for calling. Goodbye. <laughs> no, kidding. <laughs> kidding.
1: Kidding. Uh, let's see. It's uh, I... Rick at W-D-E-L dot com. W-D-E-L yeah. dot com. Okay, got that. I just want your full name, phone number, okay. the last four of your social security number, just the last four, all right, and that confirmation number. You send me that email with that stuff in it, and I promise I'll get it in front of Daryl.
2: Okay, that's great. That would be a great help because I'm borrowing money at this point, so it's getting uh, disastrous.
1: Oh man, you need to go up. You you need to go on uh, like Facebook Live and set up a tip jar on Venmo and play your guitar. I'm not kidding. People uh, we've do that. we have done
2: that a little bit and we've got like $12 here and $15 there. Well, <laughs> wait, wait, what's the name of the band? Well, I used to have several bands. I, I my old band was Gary and the Complainers. Yeah, I could and, tell. Uh, <laughs> and fits. uh and then uh I was in a band called Hamburg before that. Basically, I just go under my own name next, Gary Cogdell. I go All under right, my own so, name. You, so send me a separate
1: email with that link, and I'll go listen to you. And, uh, and then uh, and, and then this is a terrible thing to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. If I like you, I'll let my listeners know the next time you uh, you decide to do one of these things. All right?
2: Great. Thank you. That would be great help, quite helpful, to be honest.
1: All right. Take care. Uh, it's 529-1017. Uh, yeah, well, I'll probably be impressed because I, I've been trying to play guitar for many years, and I consider myself a guitar owner. Let's let's get to uh, Edward. Edward, say hi to Daryl Scott. Hey, Darrell. How are you doing?
0: Hey, Edward.
3: Yeah, thank you for taking my call. I have a, a very quick question for you. I filed uh, December 12th is when I was released from my uh, uh, my job, and I have not received anything. Actually, I received two letters. One letter stated uh, if I have any problems with my cards to call the number. I call the number. I get an automated system. I never get a live person. They. I don't have the cards. I never received my debit card. And I got another letter stating that I did call in at a turn and the recall. And I'd done that as well. And I'm getting to a point where I'm about to be evicted. My lights are about to get turned off. My gas is about to go off. I'm disabled because I have nerve damage in my hands and legs, and I'm wondering when, in God's name, is this money ever going to get it?
0: So it, it sounds like there's a well. There's a couple things that we need to check on for you. Um, one is the given the cards were the cards should have been mailed shortly after a claim was filed on the 12th. I would think even with the delays, I mean, that's six weeks you should have received the card. So we'll we'll verify that the cards went out and, and may have to connect you with the bank to request new cards. But then the other is if you, if you filed, I think what I heard you say is that you may have filed something out of sequence. And, and so if that's the case, again, we may just need to get some things straightened out for you. So, Edward, if you would email Rick, R-I-C-K at W-D-L dot com, and include... Um, your basic contact information. It doesn't... You did get a letter, so if you've got a claim number or a confirmation number, if you can include that... Then we'll I got get a confirmation number, yes, and, I did. Yeah, if you'll, if you'll include that, that in your email. Me,
3: That's what makes you so... Yeah, it, it makes it really annoying and, and, and frustrating because I got a confirmation number, I did everything they wanted me to do, and still yep. no results.
0: Well, yeah. the, the one thing that... Again, if, if there's no issues with your claim, as in that requires an investigation, then the claim should be processed and paid within about 21 days. If, if something on your application caused it to be reviewed, we still have a backlog of about 90 days that we're managing um, through that process. So even if you filed a claim in December, we're signing cases I think now in, in early November. Right. Or, or we're, we're signing investigations to claims that were filed in early November. So that's just a result of us getting one hundred and seventy five thousand right. claims last year. So and Edward, unfortunately, it's going to
1: be about a. I'm looking at the clock here and I'm, I'm thinking, unfortunately, it's going to be about a month wait. So uh, send the email. Rick at WDL Appreciate the call. And Edward, what happens is I give it to Daryl. Daryl gives it to a team member. Is there anything you want in that subject
0: line uh, specifically on that email, Daryl? So no, I, I think I think if Edward will just include the confirmation number, and um, again, I, I've got the note with regard to the situation he's in to try and get somebody to take a look at it.
1: Okay, thanks a lot. Appreciate the call. Okay. So uh, 529-1017. Wrapping up here with Daryl Scott, Director of Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Office. Again, real quick, uh, an, an update on some things people need to know. For example, you're working on November claims because of the backlog, and what else?
0: So the other thing, Rick, I just wanted to, take a moment to say thanks again i mean one is some of the issues that you your listeners forward to you and and me to my team do point to issues where our system isn't working as intended and so it it allows us to more quickly identify them get them corrected and hopefully not affect other other listeners as they process their claims so again just want people to file you know their information uh, timely do your weekly certifications you know, be accurate in putting your address information in, but but again, let me just end on saying thanks again, Rick, for what you guys, you know, what you're well, doing. Thank
1: you for being so transparent and talking with folks, I and mean, being available for them. That's, that's awesome. Daryl Scott, news is coming up.
0: This has been a special presentation of Reopening Delaware. Stay here for continuing coverage on the Rick Jensen Show on eleven fifty AM and 1017 one seven FM WDEL.